Hi, and welcome to the Carnivore Stories podcast with me, Alyssa Grubner. The carnivore way of eating completely changed my life. And it's stories just like the ones you'll hear on this podcast that encourage me to keep going every step of the way. I hope you're ready to hear an inspirational carnivore story. I know I am, so let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Carnivore Stories podcast. I am your host, Alyssa Grubner, and today I have with me Weston Wells. Weston is a 29-year-old eighth grade social studies teacher from Cannon City, Colorado. Thank you so much for meeting me. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing well, doing well. How about yourself? I am doing amazing. Uh, This is the highlight of my day, and I'm super excited to talk to you. Good to hear. Good to hear. (laughs) All right. So I I would like to start off by asking you about your life and lifestyle before coming to Carnivore. Well, before coming to Carnivore, it was kind of, I don't know, I would say about five or six years ago. I started getting a little conscious about my health. Uh, I was a little overweight and things like that. So I started bouncing around from diet to diet. I started actually going to the gym and lifting and stuff like that. Um, Came across keto probably about five, maybe four years ago, five years ago, something like that. Uh, Didn't really implement it very well. I didn't really do very much research or anything like that. So that wasn't very long lived. I think I lasted maybe about two or three months before I gave in and kind of went back to the regular standard American diet that I was doing. Um, and during all this, I kind of had some weird, weird problems, weird pains and stuff like that, that were just random. Couldn't really pinpoint anything specific, but it would be mainly my back and I would have a lot of inflammation in my back. And it was, you know, going to the chiropractor, um, doing self massages and stuff like that that helped, but I could tell as the years went on, it had to do a lot with my stomach. It had to do a lot with intestinal Mm. bloating and stuff like that. So I think last, last spring I ran across keto again. I said, you know what? It's been a couple of years. I've been sticking to carbs for a while, not really seeing any progress in the gym. Like I mentioned, I had, you know, a lot of muscle aches and pains. I worked Mm -hmm. retail and restaurant management. So I was on my feet a lot, needed the energy and stuff like that. I said, I'm going to go back to keto and try it. So I went back to keto and I I did a little more correct, I guess. I started adding more things like meat, which I found out was okay for the most part. Um, So then I started, I I don't know how I ran across it. I think I might've been on Reddit. I'm not sure, but I ran across the carnivore diet and I thought, interesting. So I looked into it. I saw a couple of articles on it. And then I found, of course, Sean Baker. Um, that was probably the biggest information I ran across that was accessible to me. So I really dug into that. And I think it was August, mm-hmm. July or August of last year, 2021, I went full carnivore. And I said, I'll see what happens. My wife was skeptical. So I was like, you know, I'll see what happens. I'll give it a couple months at least. So I think it was about two or three months went by and I, you know, I was kind of struggling with it. It was uh, not very appetizing and stuff like that. Um, So I kind of found some tips and tricks for myself, Uh, you know, ground beef, 
I'm not a huge fan of, but it's so mm-hmm. cheap. I like to implement it in my diet, of course, with eggs and stuff like that. But then I think it was December, January of this past year, 2022, end of 2021. I um, said, you know, I think I'm going to try some other stuff. I'm going to go ahead and try, you know, sweet potatoes were always good for me. So I went ahead and started adding sweet potatoes in. And then I got this weird craving to add in vegetables. This was January, February of 2022. So I added in some vegetables and I had, you know, I always had some intestinal problems, IBS symptoms and stuff like that. And I think it was, it was a a random school night. So I had to work the next morning and uh, I said, Mm. you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to do some peanut butter tonight. I had a couple spoonfuls of peanut butter and I laid in bed. I was so bloated. My wife had to go get Pepto-Bismol and all that stuff. So it was, uh, that was the last straw for me. So I'm going to go back to carnivore. And I, I forgot to mention previously when I was carnivore last year, um, I did a lot of dairy. And I think that's okay. one thing that set me back a lot was uh, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't do well with dairy right now. I don't have any type of uh, IBS symptoms with dairy, but it does cause a lot of bloating. Um, had some cheese mm. a couple weeks ago and I, of course, cheese is delicious. So I kind of went on the, off the rails a little bit, had quite a bit of cheese and, uh, noticed I was bloated, little mental fog, stuff like that, but it wasn't anything as serious as it used to be, which is of course good news. Um, oh, yeah. and then another thing I figured out, I'll, I'll throw this in there too, was when I was doing keto and carnival, one thing that I was really missing in my diet, because I'm a pretty active person. I don't know if you can see behind me, mm-hmm. I have both my dogs laying back here, but we like to go hiking. Uh, I try to work out four to five days a week, uh, resistance training, take them on walks, stuff like that. So fairly active. Um, and one thing that I was really neglecting was my sodium intake as well as my electrolyte. Okay. So one thing I found, I've tried to cut it out. Um, it just didn't work out for me. So my mm-hmm. stamina and stuff like that in the gym just does not work out unless I'm adding an electrolyte. So I know some people are fine without it. Um, yeah, definitely sodium magnesium are the two big ones that my body really needs. Okay. Okay. So when you were adapting to keto and carnivore, did you, did you get like a keto flu then from not having years, years ago, I don't want to cut you off years ago. No, no, uh, go ahead. The first time I tried keto about five or six years ago, yes, I had horrible keto flu symptoms. I was looking at everything. Of course, everything's contradicting when you look online. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, oh, yeah. carnivore keto, you want to get a lot of sodium and stuff like that. But all the articles I, re- I was reading, it was like contradicting with my knowledge of sodium. And I was like, well, I, I don't, I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want to get too much sodium. <laughs> but that was one thing that set me back. And that's why this time I really took it into account to pay attention to that stuff. Of course, when I first went keto, you know, keto's, I don't have a problem with it. I love that people do keto. I think it's pretty beneficial. Yeah. Um, you know, carnivore is definitely like the ultimate keto diet, but mm-hmm. a lot of these people, when they're doing carnivore, they put, or uh, keto, they put in, you know, water flavoring, stuff like that, sucralose and all that type of stuff. So I was doing that. Yeah. Still having the symptoms, you know, my stomach was nauseated a lot and stuff like that. So that was one thing that I had. Oh, yeah cut out had to it took it took a while to figure that one out for me but and it it's tough because you see everyone drinking like lemonade and flavored beverages and stuff yeah and you want to go that's something 
Yeah, that's something that I feel like is so big with this way of eating. Like you will find information, like anything you want to think is okay, you'll find somewhere on the internet. Yeah, I do that. But you really got to listen to your own body because everyone's everyone really is an individual. That that's one thing. The second time around that I started it, uh, you know, I think February, beginning of February 2022 is when I went in full second time around carnivore I knew what mm -hmm. my body needed I knew to cut I said no more dairy anything like that and I, I sample every once in a while to see how my body reacts to it but um yeah the second time around it was definitely um kind of I kind of knew to listen to my body what my body needed especially when it comes yeah. to rest I think you know with my lifestyle you know I'm dealing with kids and stuff like that so that's, that's pretty new for me because last year I wasn't doing that. So this year I'm, I'm dealing with okay. kids and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, do you serious, have kids of your own? I do not No. which a lot of people. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, wow, I actually okay. get paid to deal with kids, which is, which yeah, is decent. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I had, um, you know, a lot of sensory overload and stuff like that. And I, it was, it was a struggle for a little bit. So dealing with, you know, Carnivore is great with stress. You know, it really helps um, mm -hmm. irritations and stuff like that. You know, a lot of stuff you're just like, eh, you know, whatever. I'll go about my day. Yeah. Especially with people. Yeah. Because people is the, the oh, big yeah. one that sets me off. You know, people are people. Are people so. And those kids, oh my God, those eighth grade kids. Yep. I was debating on whether or not I should tell you this, but in eighth grade, I was a complete monster brat to my eighth grade social studies teacher. And I I don't doubt it. And I was thinking, okay, <laughs> I was thinking, okay, I'm making up for it. I'm sorry, Mr. Barrow, if you're out there listening to this, I was bad. I was just a kid. I know better hey, now. <laughs> they're, they're, they're adolescents. They're just becoming teenagers. They're trying to test the waters. I, I was there and I think seventh, eighth grade, middle yeah. school, I was horrible. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. I sympathize or <laughs> empathize with those kids a little bit and kind of you know, it's a little different than when I went to school. And I'm sure when you went to school, you know, we weren't allowed to do a lot of things. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, they have their phones and pop them out, do whatever they want. So right. It's a lot more laid back than it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so are you strict carnivore? So I think of strict carnivore as meat, water, and salt and eggs. Yeah. I, like no fruit, so, no fruit, vegetables. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't do, I don't do any carbohydrates at all. Um Okay. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I was, I was, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure you've seen on Instagram, you know, I, I usually stick to similar things. I'm sure, you know, most carnivores do, but sausage yeah. is questionable for me. You know, I've mm -hmm. had some sausage in the past. They have like one gram of sugar and it causes some problems. Okay. So I think it depends do you on. Do you do okay with. Go ahead. Do you, do you do okay with like uh, black pepper? Um, or like, you, you know, the stuff that they, the other things they put in sausage, you do okay with that? Yeah, it, it really depends on which one it is. And, and, you know, anyone that's listening, that's true carnivore that wants to bash me over the head, they can, but Jimmy Dean, uh, <laughs> is fine. So Jimmy Dean sausages okay. are okay with me. Um, and I, I know they have caramel coloring, um, spices yeah. and stuff like that in there. And, and. Of course, I can let my anxiety take over with that type of stuff and, you know, say that, oh, oh I yeah, strict, but, you know, we live in a different world and 
mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier, everything is kind of catered to you, whatever is beneficial for you and what is comfortable for you. So I don't have any problem with those, you know, eggs, um, okay. Jimmy Dean sausages, stuff like that's okay with me, but I've had some sausages in the past that have had some sugar in there, maybe some specific spices. Okay. They'll kind of flare up that IBS for me. Um, and right now, I don't want to get too vulgar, but it's not like diarrhea or constipation as far as yeah. my IBS symptoms. It's really just, it feels like my stomach has a ball of fire inside it. Whatever I decide okay. to eat something that doesn't set well with me. And it takes about a day okay. or two and then it, it, it goes away. So it's not as severe as it was if I want to throw something in, mm. but I have to be in the mood for it. I have to want to punish my body by mm-hmm. testing something. So usually I stay pretty, pretty much with my basics. Um, any beef product is good. Pork, pork is questionable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, some bacon's kind of set me off and stuff like that. I, um, and sausages are okay, but pork in quantities, I really feel my anxiety spike up quite a bit. Um, mm sometimes depression but usually I mean that when it comes to mental health that's what I struggle with the most was depression and anxiety and anxiety is really mm-hmm. really subsided with diet um and I don't know if you had any more on this about that type of stuff but you know I do I do still take uh, CBD stuff like that to help with anxiety um, okay so I do okay I, I don't know if you've heard it but you know plants or medicine meat is you know health, mm-hmm. but so I think there's benefits for some of that stuff out there. Yeah. But yes, throwback to your question. Spices are questionable. Um, I have some taco seasoning that's clean. Um, I can do a little bit of it. Say that last it. part again. You broke up. Oh, so I have some taco seasoning that should be clean. It, the ingredients are just spices. There's no sugar or anything like that in it. Um, but that one's questionable for me. If I put too much of that in my ground beef or hamburger patty or something, I will have some symptoms pop up in that. So spices are definitely a trigger. Okay. Um, taco seasoning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I oh, think yeah. more than likely it's probably going to be peppers in that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. For the most part, um, a lot of it's mental for me. So if I eat something, you know, if I'm going out to eat, I mean, I can be kind of a snob and tell them exactly what I want, but if, if you know, if I don't get the vibe at the restaurant, I either won't eat or I'll eat. And not think about it. Mm-hmm. I won't think about, well, they probably, this probably touched yeah. seed oil or they probably put pepper on this. You know, I, I like I said, the list goes on. Right. And I just try to try to put that aside, especially when I'm yeah. traveling. Yeah. You gotta, gotta choose your battles. Yes. Definitely yeah. choose your battles. We don't, yeah, we don't live in a perfect world and um, you, you can stress yourself out going over that type of stuff. So. Oh, oh, definitely. 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 Um, organs, you eat organs. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. So right now, the only thing that I eat routinely is beef liver. Um, so re- okay. you know, me and my wife last year, we lived in Colorado Springs, which is about an hour North of us. Um, and we moved down to this area okay. in November, October, November of last year. So I, I'm, I'm not, I haven't really found a good source of, organ meats um there is a local place mm-hmm. that i'm trying out hopefully this week i can get in there they do have uh heart bull testicle and beef liver that they advertise that they have yeah um i have had 
um, bull testicle a long time ago. Um, in okay. Texas, especially, they sell them. And in Colorado, it's Rocky Mountain Oysters. In Texas, it is. Um, yeah. Well, something else. I can't remember the name right now. But so I've had those before. They're usually spiced up, added with other things. And they're kind of a chicken mm-hmm. texture. Um, but, yeah. I, you know, back then, I didn't really understand and listen to my body. So now I would like to see the benefits. You know, I've heard heart's pretty beneficial as okay. well. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, the big one I stick with that I, I try to take every day is beef liver. Um, and I do get that. Yeah, I, I saw you taking, I saw you taking the raw liver shot this yep. morning. That's, I mean, yeah. I, props to people that can actually eat it. I cannot eat it. It is uh-huh. very disgusting, okay. but it is beneficial, okay. especially for me. <laughs> you know, I, 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 if I don't take it and I don't, I don't go overboard. I do about a half ounce to an ounce a day total. Um, yeah. I'm not like liver king who's doing three or four ounces a day like that. That's a little mm-hmm. crazy there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't do the taste. So I just shot it back, put some water okay. in it. That was my cat that just ran by. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, if I don't take beef liver, uh, I really feel a little bit of inflammation in the afternoons creep up. So I'm not sure if that's, uh, oh, wow. Okay. Something, something like underlying health condition that I'm not aware of because mm-hmm. I, I'm not one of those that's going to go to the doctor for everything. Um, so it could be mm-hmm. something like that. It could be something I'm eating that's not sitting right with me that I'm not aware of right now. But um, yeah, if I don't take it, I, I really okay. feel, I, you know, I feel lack of energy and stuff like that. So it's definitely beneficial for me. But I know it's not for everybody and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not one of those that's going to push, you know, liver. You know, some people think, oh, you're carnivore, you got to take liver. It's like, well, you can't. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's what right. people want to do. Well, Sean, you know, Sean Baker, he's, he's been carnivore for a number of years, six years. And oh, he yeah. says he never, he never eats liver and he's doing yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but me and my husband, we, every once in a while, when I, when I first started carnivore, I was eating liver every day. Um, but every once in a while, we'll have a little, uh, raw liver appetizer in the mornings. Yeah. Cause it's like, like you eat it. I don't know if you get this feeling, but most me and him, it's like this buzz, like this oh, yeah. natural buzz from, I, yeah. I, I label it as, um, just a, an animal product. That's exactly like Adderall. And, you know, if you wanted to overdo yeah, it on it, yes, you could. I mean, that, it gives you yeah, okay. insane mental clarity and that's, that's exactly what I would, what yep. I, would, <laughs> yeah. yep. that's, that's the comparison for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoy it. I, right. I try to take, especially when I'm teaching, I try to take it every morning because it, it really helps me oh, and gets yeah. me going. So, and it's, uh, I don't know if you're going to cover this, but I'll pop back a little bit on diet. Um, I used to be a huge coffee addict. Um, okay. Years ago, I used to drink like a, a normal big pot coffee every day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I would have my, my husband, that's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my husband was a big coffee drinker. He's just quit coffee, which is crazy because he would drink two pots of coffee in the morning right. to get him going. Yeah. And this was since we were in high school, he was doing that. Wow. Um, so he just, he's, I think he's been off coffee for like a month now, but with him drinking coffee, I was drinking coffee too. I quit yeah. coffee over a year ago though. And I never realized that that was giving me so much anxiety, just drinking yeah. coffee. Do you do any caffeine or anything? No, no caffeine. That's yeah. one thing, man, it was so hard for me because I was 
huge coffee addict. You know, I, I worked in a restaurant. We had coffee there and I'd drink coffee all day. And I didn't oh, realize sure. that that was, you know, one of the roots of my problems, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember I would get home from college and I was, it was like, like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I'd have a huge panic attack for no reason. And all the social interactions from the day would build up. And then I would be sitting on my couch and it would just hit me. Mm. And it took a long time for me to finally give it up. I gave it up. I tried to quit twice and I sound like an addict, but I tried to quit twice. And finally this, I think it was uh, last year when we moved in November, I said, I'm, I'm going to cold turkey it and see what happens. Yeah. It definitely helps me, man. I have more energy mm-hmm. without it because in the mornings yeah. I would wake up and I had to have that cup of coffee. And now without it, I wake up, um, I do some stretches and stuff like that and go about my business. So oh yeah, it's a lot more, like you said, you're listening to your body a little bit more with caffeine. You get that and you're like, okay, let's go. When really mm-hmm. your body's, no, you need to lay back a little bit, take it easy. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So talking about beverages, do you drink alcohol? No, I don't. Um, uh, it'll be four, four years sober this August. So I, I used to be a huge drinker. I used to go out and party a lot. Um, okay. Uh, and more than just alcohol, but everything you can yeah. think of. And that was, that was my stress relief. Um, so it was every night oh, thing, yeah. went out with friends, the people I lived with. Um, that's all we did. We went and drank and other stuff. So yeah. right. Yeah. That was one of the first things when I first started lifting and stuff, I was like, you know, I heard this old thing is it's not going to benefit you cut it out and alcohol definitely does Mm -hmm. not benefit me. It doesn't benefit anyone I know. So yeah. (laughs) And I feel like my uh, life is like, like who has that, who has an alcohol deficiency, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. There's people that are going to say they have it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's it's just like the coffee, though. You do you do get it addicted to that yes, feeling. Yeah. I, I know that f- for me, going low carb and then keto and carnivore, I just, and a lot of people have said this, like any addictions, they just kind of fall away. Yes. And like all the addictive behaviors I had, like I didn't have a desire to drink. Um, I didn't have a desire to bite my nails anymore, which I was a lifelong, like biting them down to the quick <laughs> nail yeah. bite. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just don't, I don't touch anything anymore. Cause I don't want to, um, life is good. Yes. Yeah. So, so good without it. No, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. Um, yeah. The biggest thing for me with alcohol was I woke up one day and the hangover lasted about three days. And I said, oh. I'm not doing this anymore. And it, you know, of course, friends pressuring you like, oh, come on out and drink, stuff like that. So it was, it was difficult, probably lost a good amount of friends over that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. um, when you look back at your life, that was a very small portion of it. And it, you know, it's not going to really matter in the end. So that was one thing that kind of helped me kick that stuff to the curb was, yeah, it hurts now because you're losing friends over it. But, you know, really, mm-hmm. and as soon as I quit alcohol and doing stuff like that, I, I met my wife and we were kind of on the same page when it came to that type of stuff. Yeah. So we just kind of did our own thing. So it worked out pretty well. That's great. That's great. I'm so glad to hear it. Um, do you fast? 
Yeah, I've played around with fasting quite a bit. Um, I tried a couple of different routes. You know, I tried OMAD and stuff like that. And I'm, I guess I'm one mm-hmm. of rarities when it comes to the carnivore diet. I'm not necessarily trying to lose weight. Um, you're right. In fact, right. one of my goals, what's that? No, I, I was saying, right. That's, that, yeah, that's and, it is common. That's that. You, yes. And people I are know trying to lose weight. Yeah. A lot of people get kind of confused with that because usually you're keto carnivore you're trying to lose a bunch of weight. But for me, it's been trying to put on muscle. You know, one thing I've always struggled is putting okay. on any type of muscle, you know, I can put weight on, but it's not necessarily muscle. Mm-hmm. So carnivore was something that really helped me start um, being able to lift more routinely without waking up going, Oh, my back hurts. I can't, I can't lift today because of something I ate yesterday. So that's, um, something that I've enjoyed from it for sure. Um, if you don't mind, can you backtrack to that question? The question I just asked. Yes. If you, if you fast. Oh yes. I'm sorry. I get really sidetracked. Uh, so yes, I, I started fasting. I was like, well, I'm not going to do breakfast. I'll do lunch and dinner. And, but I work out in the mornings. I work out, you know, super early in the morning before I go to school. And so, you know, about 11, 12 o'clock, I was starving, but sometimes I wouldn't get to eat until maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. And by then my hunger had kind of got away. So I noticed that I skipping breakfast was causing me to lose a lot of weight. I wasn't mm-hmm. getting the nutrients to my muscles right after workout and stuff like that. So, and then at night, with dinner, you know, I was eating about six, five or six o'clock at night. And I'd be sitting on the couch and I would have, you know, some indigestion and stuff like that. Cause I was trying to eat larger meals. I was like, well, I think I'm going to try what happens when I do um, breakfast and lunch and then no dinner. So that's what I've been sticking with for probably the past mm-hmm. four months now is breakfast, okay. a big breakfast, big lunch, and then nothing in the afternoon. So I, I feel like that's been pretty beneficial. Um, and I listen to my body. You know, if, if it's five yeah. o'clock, and I'm like, man, I'm pretty hungry. I'm going to, I'm going to grab a snack. Um, I always have hamburger patties and stuff like that ready to go. So I'll, I'll snack around. Usually it's a couple bites and I'm full, which tells me it's a lot of mental hunger instead of legitimate hunger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, uh, my four-year-old son, he'll say that he's not hungry, but mm. his mouth is lonely. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> very good way to put it. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, so what do you typically eat in a day? Um, average day right now I'm on this, uh, like, so I'm trying to, trying to get back into meal prepping. I used to cook. I used to wake up, work out, cook breakfast, go to school, go to work. And I'd have something prepped for lunch. Um, but now I'm actually trying to prep some stuff in advance. So I'm not Slaving away in the kitchen. I'm having time to get my workout in, take the dogs out and stuff like that before work. So I'm not as rushed. So right now I'm prepping uh, for breakfast. I do some egg yolks, cook them up with some ghee, usually um, ground beef and then some sausage in there. So I'll make mm-hmm. a bowl. I don't, I've tried to track it and see exactly what it is. My guess would be somewhere around a thousand. Usually in the mornings, I'm not super, super hungry. And especially after a workout, I feel less hungry. Yeah. So I have to force myself to get that down. But um, lunch varies. It's always going to be some type of beef with something else. So usually nine times out of 10, it's ground beef with some eggs. I'll uh, make hamburger patties or something like that. Um, like I said, I've tried some spices. Um, 
just seeing what can kind of sit with me well because I enjoy ground beef by itself the way it makes me feel. So ground beef by itself would be my ultimatum, but I can't really do the taste more than, you know, more than about a pound. I'm like, you know, I'm kind of done. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my favorite things to do would be um, chicken wings in the oven with salt and some hamburger patties. That would be my ultimate lunch. Uh, of course, I can't do that every day. So when I'm going to school, I'll definitely do um, ground beef and eggs or um, throw in some sausages or something like that. So just something to get get full, even though I know I'm probably not hungry. That's one thing with this diet I've noticed is, you know, I could go, I could probably go two days without eating for sure. And oh, just yeah. Be content. But, you know, my body's going to regret that later. So I, I definitely have to keep up on that. But that would probably be a typical day. Uh, I do throw in some cheese every once in a while to see how I react to it. Um, and then for the most part, just water. Um, mm-hmm. Water with electrolytes. I do Redmond Real Salt, of course. I'll throw quite a bit of that in my water every day. So I, I do a, a big, I think it's a 40-ounce thing of water. Drink a couple of those a day at least. Um, throw a bunch of salt in there. I use keto chow electrolyte drops with it as well. Um, yeah, that would be a that'd be a typical day for me, probably with uh, carnivore. Don't not okay. really huge on meats, but if I do, it's going to be yeah. fries, maybe some jerky, um, and then there's I think it's um, there's some meat sticks that are good chomps and stuff like that. Every once in a while, I'll have mm-hmm. one of those. Like I said, some of that stuff doesn't sit well with me, so it really depends on the day, and I can kind of feel my body. So, okay. So I was going to ask you. I saw those. I think they were Wendy's patties with the American oh, yes. cheese. How did that go? I'm still alive. You saw that. I yeah, live. yeah. You're still. Here. Um, it's been. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had trash cheese like that. Just your good old American plastic cheese, and I. You know, I also hadn't had dairy before that in probably about six months, and I was really questionable. I picked up lunch. I was going to take it to my wife's work. She said, oh, you got cheese on it? I said, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try the cheese and see what happens. Because Wendy's patties sit really well with me. I know they probably season them, and I've heard controversial thoughts that, you know, there's seed oils on their grill and stuff like that. I've worked in environments like that. More than likely, they don't use anything like that unless it's early in the right. morning, grills fresh. Um, mm-hmm. so normally their patties sit well with me, but yeah, the cheese, it did. Okay. Uh, as soon as I took a bite, I felt my stomach move and I don't know if that was mm. all in my head or not, <laughs> because sometimes it is like, Hey man, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and eat it. <laughs> and then I saved one of those cheese patties for breakfast the next morning to mix with some eggs. And I think I went on about a three or four day cheese binge after that. Um, and I think it was Monday or Tuesday of this, what is today, Wednesday? It was Monday, I think, of this week. I said, you know, I think I'm going to lay back on the cheese just a little bit because I'm pretty bloated. Like, I went to go mm-hmm. work out, and I just, I felt puffy. And I normally don't. Yeah. And I, was, I think I'm going to lay off the cheese for at least a little bit and kind of get accustomed. So, yeah, I mean, everything went okay. It was uh, kind of a test because we don't do a lot of traveling. But when I do travel, like I said, I don't want to be – paranoid about everything I put in my body I'd rather be like hey yeah mm-hmm. let's go to Wendy's and pick up some hamburger patties throw some cheese on it and we'll be fine so yep. 
like I said, the stomach movement when I first took a bite, something tells me that was all in my head. You know, uh, anxiety plays a huge <laughs> role in our lives. So I kind of talked does, it up yes. that. I went on about my business and I, I seemed to be okay. So. Okay. Okay. So how about what is your favorite carnivore food? Like favorite if, carnivore food if, in the yeah. whole wide world would definitely be ribeye. Uh, okay. For sure. And any, any steak cut's going to be good for me, but ribeye is the ultimate carnivore food, yeah. I think. Um, of course, I don't eat a lot of it because it's pretty expensive where I'm at right now. Oh, it is. So I, uh, I might treat myself every once in a while, go around to the local butcher um, grocery store down here. But yeah, I really, uh, you know, I don't, I've been thinking about getting into fish and stuff like that, but I'm, I don't know. I don't know about fish. I've never been a huge fan of fish, but I'm wondering if my taste buds okay. have changed. So I'm open to that type of stuff. But yeah, definitely ribeye would be my number one ultimate. Okay. Yeah. So you, do you like ribeye on the grill or you like it fried up in a pan? Uh, grill is probably number one, but I don't mind cooking yeah. it either. Definitely okay. Pretty. Okay. Yeah. Ribeye, ribeye is king. Absolutely. Um, okay. So this is like the best question. How have you benefited from the carnivore way of eating? Well, if, for those listening or those that are going to listen, as you heard earlier, definitely IBS symptoms that I had that were pretty somewhat severe, I would say, um, are gone for the most part. You know, if I throw in spices, that's going to upset it. Um, and I do play around with it because I don't want to be, you know, I want to be a normal person. I want to have different variety in my food every once in a while. So mm-hmm. um, I think overall, that would be my number one benefit from the carnivore diet is my digestion is, I would say it went probably from a, a D minus or D plus to probably an A minus right now, depending on what I'm eating. You know, if I eat a lot of pork and stuff like that, it's going to kind of upset my stomach a little bit more, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's, it's increased quite a bit. Uh, very beneficial. The other thing that I really enjoy uh, about the carnivore diet in general is just my mental capacity i don't know how to explain it it's not really mental clarity for me i've never really had a huge problem with brain fog Mm -hmm. but it's it's almost like my ability to handle more load more workload mentally Mm -hmm. so when i'm at work like right now this summer i'm working with autistic kids so Mm -hmm. that's kind of a little bit different than what i normally do i'm normally just a regular public school teacher so working with kids with autism sometimes can be tricky um, mm-hmm. you know, yesterday was one of those days I came home and I was just super irritated and, and you know, I went to the grocery store that didn't have what I needed. I wasn't going to drive all the way across town. I was just really frustrated. And unfortunately that, that got the better of me yesterday. Normally it doesn't. Normally it just kind of rolls off. And I'm like, you know what, whatever. It's just another day. Mm-hmm. So for me, that would be the, probably the other one would be my ability to handle more stress mentally has, has increased quite a bit. And I think, I think physically as well, you know, with my workouts and stuff, um, my body can repair a little bit better. And I think it all goes back to that digestion. You know, it's not bogged down with crap in your body. So it's much quicker to recover. It's getting the nutrients it needs and it wants and stuff like that. So 
I think that's definitely one of the true benefits of the carnivore diet. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so the, the depression and anxiety, do you feel like that's improved a lot because of carnivore too? I do. Um, so year, I mean, we're talking years ago, probably eight, maybe 10 years ago, my social anxiety had gotten so bad. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's probably about eight years ago. I'd gotten so bad that I, you know, I was still working and stuff like that, but it completely ruled my life. So if I woke up, um, and needed to go get groceries, I would either wait until, you know, usually I'd wake up like five to go work out and stuff like that. I always went in the early in the morning to the gym because I didn't want to interact with people. And so I would go super, super early in the morning. I would try to go to Walmart before everyone got there. So I'd try to go at like five or six o'clock in the morning back when they, when they were 24 hours and get what I needed for the week or whatever the day and go home. And then I'd go to work. And at work, I was comfortable. I think is because I interacted with those same people all the time. So I was either a shift manager or a kitchen manager. So I interacted with the same people for the most part. So I got kind of in the groove of it. But yeah, it, it pretty much ruled my life. And it's been a struggle getting over that type of stuff. Um, keto definitely helped. But, you know, with keto, you're eating a lot of cheese and I was eating a lot of cheese and Mm -hmm. thinking, man, my digestion sucks. And I don't know why everyone else is doing it. And I didn't think, you know, well, maybe I'm different. Maybe I need to see what works for my body. Um, And I think, you know, we don't talk about supplements a lot with carnivore diet, but one of the biggest supplements I took that helped with anxiety was magnesium. I started taking magnesium glycinate every night. Oh, yeah. And man, it really helped. It really helped take the rest of it away. Because I had worked a lot Mm -hmm. mentally to get that stuff, you know, get over anxiety. And I still had just a little bit, you know, it was just hanging around. And things like magnesium, CBD has really helped take the rest of it away. Um, Mm -hmm. So those are things that I think are beneficial. And like I said, some people carnivore, they don't want to take anything, which is cool. But um, you definitely need to listen to your body on it and see, see what you're lacking. Right, right. Yeah. Carnivore, I think is a really good first step, like before spending a much, a bunch of money on any supplement or procedure or whatever, try this first and see how far that can take you. And then, yeah, definitely, definitely uh, magnesium. That's. Yeah. People are so quick to just grab a, uh, you know, prescription pill or something like that. Cause you know, when I met my wife, I had pretty bad anxiety and she had brought it up a couple of times, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, maybe you need to go talk to the doctor. And I did go to the doctor at one point for depression. And, you know, I look like a semi-active person. Even back then, I, I looked like I did something. And uh, the doctor said, well, maybe you should try running on the treadmill. And I said, well, there's something, there's something more there because I am active. So that's when mm-hmm. I kind of was like, you know, I don't, I don't know if the uh, average American doctor is for me because I don't really have any diagnosable medical conditions. And I'm sure mm-hmm. most carnivores are like that. You know, there's not, oh, you have this disease or that disease. It's like a clump of symptoms. And, well, we're just going to label it like this, take a pill and you're fine. So that's what kind of set me out on my own to do all this research and find different things and what works and what doesn't. And it's not easy. Right. And I think that's why a lot of people don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not easy, but it's worth it. It, it is, is totally worth yes. it. I agree. Yeah, I, I uh, every once in a while in the back of my head, 
this this last time I started carnivore, I said I will never stray away from this diet again. And okay, I'm holding myself to that because I, I and my wife is too because physically I can't with my digestion I couldn't go back. You know, as soon as I added vegetables in there, I was completely sick, mm-hmm. missing work. I was on the toilet all the time, mm-hmm. like bed bloated. And I I said I'm not doing that anymore. Even if it is ground beef for the rest of my life, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to be in pain. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that was actually going to be my next question. Can you see yourself staying long-term? And <laughs> Very much so. Yes. And I know sometimes people are, you know, they're stressing about it. Because I, sometimes I stress about it. I'm like, oh, man, we got a trip coming up. I don't know. I What mm-hmm. am I going to do? Where am I going to eat? And now I'm a little bit more, you know, my anxiety has gone down a lot. I'm more comfortable. And I said, you know what? Screw it. When we go travel, I'm going to bring a cooler. I'm going to bring what I want. Um, you know, if my in-laws want to make fun of me, go for it. I don't care. You're the one who has health problems. And I don't. So yeah, that's not to be rude to those people. But. So uh, no, but you, you have to, your, your own health has to be yes. your top priority. Not what anybody else thinks. And if you, if you um, notice, so. I was going to say, if you notice, I'm sure people comment on your Instagram a lot, like, oh, you know, you're, you're dying, you're killing yourself. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. These and I'm same like, people. I'm like, no. <laughs> these same people, no, you if they were see to take me. that aspect and, and listen to their own advice, it's like, no, like, pay attention to your own business. And I think, right. You know, we live in a world now where people, they're up everyone's noses trying to figure out what they're doing. And it's like, <laughs> pay attention to your own business. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, cause you know, people can look at me and be like, Oh, you know, why would you do that? And you're killing yourself. You're killing the planet. And I'm like, wow, you know, you really should have seen me like two years ago. I was actually dying, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, with the, with everything I had going on with my high blood pressure and just not even able to do life and yeah. really just feeling like, okay, this is, this is the end. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then, you know, it doesn't take much to find out that actually, no, meat is not bad for the planet. We need cows eating the grass and pooping on it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so family, you mentioned your in-laws have, have you, has that been a point of tension, your diet? Um, I've only, so we, my in-laws live, or my family and my in-laws live in Texas, where we're originally from. Uh, we see them a couple times a year. They come up here a couple times a year. If I'm home, it's not a huge deal for me. Um, I, I know my restaurants around this area that are, are okay for me. There's a bunch of steakhouses, and I can get chicken wings and stuff like that. Uh, when we go back yeah. home, like, for example, we went back home in April just for a, um, a weekend just to say, hey, and... That was a little, with my parents, it was a little controversial. It was a little, mm-hmm. we had a couple heated discussions, especially with my sister, um, who, and I don't know if you care to know, I'm sure the world would, she, she actually has rheumatoid arthritis, pretty severe. Oh. So she had, she's had a knee surgery. Oh, wow. um, she got diagnosed when she was 12 and she's 35, 36 now. Okay. Um, okay. So one thing that I, and we don't have super close connection anymore. She's had a child, she's pregnant with another. Um, so we don't talk as much as we used to, because, you know, life gets in the way and we get busy, but we still communicate. And I have, you know, 
urged her to try this. Um, mm. At the very least, just I think try I it. A, yeah, and I think I got an okay, a green light that she's going to try beef liver. Um, yeah, I sent her some studies on that and how it can help with autoimmune disorders. Um, yes, and I it irks me that I've been doing it. And, you know, I had a, a relapse, I guess you could say, in December with some vegetables, mm-hmm. just trying it out. So about a year. And mentally, physically, and everything, I'm in the best health of my life. And I feel amazing. And they've seen that. When they interact with me, they mm-hmm. see my energy levels and stuff are a lot different. I used to be very depressed, right. anxious, stuff like that. So we've had a lot of conversation. You know, what about the cholesterol? What about, and, you know, my parents are older. They're my dad's in his seventies or almost 70. Okay. Uh, my mom's in her upper sixties. So they are a little more health conscious, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I always urge them like you guys eat protein, you eat any meat. They have kind of altered a little bit. I think they have done their own research. I've sent them a lot of information from Sean Baker, mm-hmm. um, just different articles and stuff out there. So they've kind of taken a step. Uh, you know, my dad, is retired, but he still works physically at the house and it's hot in Texas. So I'm, I'm urging mm. him always I'm like, Hey, you need to be getting your electrolytes, make sure you're salting your food and stuff like that. Because yeah. a lot of his symptoms, um, he shakes really bad. Um, and no one knows what it is. Well, my knowledge and my research, I think it has something to do with his electrolytes. Um, and of course he's a coffee addict and stuff like that. So is my mom, but they're, they're kind of set in their ways and that's okay. And my sister is skeptical. Um, she's tried a lot of mm-hmm. things, rheumatoid arthritis and, you know, I brought up the meat, you know, carnivore. And she said, well, I don't know about that because it's not, mm-hmm. it's not as mainstream, you know, you don't hear, Yeah. I mean, what we're doing and it's kind of, it's kind of cool because we're, we're trying to spread that information to everybody the society's not society doesn't want anything to do with it. You know, we yeah, see veganism yeah. so much and she tried a vegan diet. She said she was sick in bed for months mm-hmm. because the inflammation was so bad. So yeah, I and mean, my knowledge of autoimmune, my, my knowledge of autoimmune is all starts in the stomach. It's all in your stomach. Yes. And the so, gut, right. She, I mean, she has a, a, a doctor that she goes to and there's medicines that she takes and stuff like that that cost thousands of dollars and all this stuff. So if she were to take a leap, like we were saying earlier, it's not going to be easy. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to start eating meat. No worries. It's like, no, you're probably mm-hmm. going to have diarrhea. You're going to be sick at your stomach, nauseated. You're not mm-hmm. going to want to do it, but you have to push through. And that's kind of a personal goal I have is to help her with that. If she wants Yeah. To. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's so hard with family. And then I, w- I was just listening to um, Sean Baker's podcast earlier with a lady who ha- had uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis and ankylosing spondylitis. Oh, yeah. Anyway, she she tried carnivore and it took three months to put that completely in remission. She's off of um, the steroid medications yeah. and, you know, she's actually able to live her life now. And and there, and he's got, he's got, there's so many people that have these same conditions. And I, I, family members, I know I try to open them up to this information, like, Hey, you know, not that you would have the same 
results, but look, this person did this and nothing worked for them. They ate meat and they're healed now. They're actually healed. There's no antibodies or yeah. Just, just try it. And then the, the, yeah. Yeah. I think the, the cholesterol thing and the saturated fat, that's really hard for people to get over. Cause for the last, I don't know, since the seventies, that's been a huge oh, thing. Yeah. Like, Oh, it causes heart disease. It's going to clog your arteries. This is just what happens. If you eat fat, you know, you're going to die. And that's just not the case. And we know that now the American heart association knows that now. And it's just, it, even, even for me, like learning about these things, it was still hard for a while to embrace fat. Well, the um, thing that, just because that gets, that gets hammered in your head. Yes. I was going to say the thing that really is humorous to me is the, uh, and I, I don't look at this stuff nowadays, but I'm thinking of back when I was a kid, you know, the food pyramid that was, you know, five to six servings of grains a day. Like, are you kidding me? Like that's, that's horrible. Yeah. But you know, it, it's mentally satisfying. Or yeah, I'd be dead. I'd actually be dead. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, you know, people people that are carnival that do fruit, that's fine. Uh, I think, you know, honey and stuff like that, I think is beneficial. I think that's a natural source. If your body can handle it, go for it. Yeah. Um, I myself like being more, you know, just meat only in a keto. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, it's really hard to get family to, to try something. They're skeptical. Um, and, of course, it's always, well, what about the cost? It's like, yeah, I mean, for myself, I don't spend more than probably 60 bucks a month or a, a week on ground beef and eggs. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I keep it cheap because I'm okay. budget. You know, I want to spend money on other things. Yeah. Too. So, yeah, you right. can go overboard, right. spend $200 a week on it, but you don't have to. And I think a lot of people forget that. A lot of people think, absolutely, you know, they have to do steaks or something like that and break the bank. Right. But I think the simplest, yeah, it can it can be really cheap or it can be really really expensive. Right. Yeah. And we were talking about Sean Baker. Someone like Sean Baker, yes, runs up a, a big bill. Um, Saladino <laughs> runs up a big bill. Like people like that, yes, they have yeah. money to spend. If I had it, I'd be spending it like that too. But. Right. I have other goals right. in life, so I'm going to try to save as much as I can. Yeah. 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 That's important. Um, I do appreciate seeing your posts, you know, like, cause, cause people who, um, you know, will come with that argument, well, meat and eggs are so expensive. I love seeing that you're, you're doing this and you know, that's, that's fitting in your budget and, you know, you're getting the results that, someone's getting eating ribeyes every meal of exactly, the day exactly. you know and it would be i mean don't get me wrong I, it would be much easier and much enjoyable to eat just ribeyes all day every day but uh, you know I, I always talk to people about everything you know i'm a got a degree in business management so i had a lot of finance there's always a benefit cost that you have to weigh out so for me spending 30 something dollars a day does not benefit more than spending mm. Sub sub ten dollars probably. You know, I'm probably right. around the right. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, eggs have definitely gone up. Everything's gone up. Uh, Everything, which is ridiculous. But you know, eggs. I, 
eggs doubled in a week on me and I was like well okay but I stopped eating eggs and I was like no I'm gonna I'm gonna continue because that's yes yeah, what are you gonna do go pick up a pack of ramen ramen noodles you exactly which probably I haven't checked but the price probably hadn't increased on those I'm just saying <laughs> right right I mean I think I think um they're still the okay, same price so- my mom said they went up a nickel or something so it's crazy that junk food's not okay. fluctuating quite well- like fresh <laughs> stuff so that's yeah they've got they've got those corn and soy those corn and soy subsidies yeah so you know that's yep (laughs) all right so my last question do you have any advice you'd give to someone thinking about carnivore or just starting out i would say and anyone listening to this that has a different opinion let me know but i would say Maybe start with keto. Um, it is real. I think for me personally, I, and I know for my wife, it's going to be really hard to go from the standard American diet to all meat diet. Um, if you oh, think yeah. you can do it, I would go for it. But knowing to step back a little bit, you know, and, and know the symptoms that you're going to have as far as like we we're talking about the keto flu, diarrhea, uh, maybe even constipation. Mm-hmm people nausea I know for me when I first started it was like oh my god I cannot eat another bite I'm so sick Mm. and I would just stop just stop and you need that's that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing about this diet is you're listening to your body so I would almost transition from a keto diet over um I think that would be the easiest that's kind of what I did um because if you're going keto you're cutting out carbs and processed foods for the most part which are 90% of your problems. So I feel like mm-hmm. that would be probably the smartest approach. And then talking about the keto flu and stuff like that, know before it happens that it will happen. Um, I've yeah. seen on Reddit articles and stuff like that. Some people don't experience it. And I think they're fortunate people that can go about their life, eat carnivore or keto diet and not supplement with anything. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't feel like you are less than the person next to you who's doing carnivore because you're having to take either electrolytes or magnesium pills at night or something like that because Mm -hmm. i think that's a big misconception if you listen to you know a lot of these bigger carnivores out there like saladino and sean baker like that's questionable to do that type of stuff Mm -hmm. well i I mean it's it's not like it's not like you're vegan and you're having to take calcium and vitamin d and k2 and all your amino acids i mean you're taking essential minerals that some people hold on to better than others i was gonna say i have that's one thing i left out was i every symptom i had a pill for it so i took b12 i took i still Mm -hmm. take d3 every once in a while depending on how the weather is um okay you know if it's cloudy or something like that i'll take a d3 a 5000 milliliter iu of d3 um but I worked at the vitamin shop for almost a year. So I would had access. Okay. So I, you know, I felt like, man, my circuit. You were the pusher man. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was. So I was like, oh yeah, you got inflammation, take this turmeric, it'll help you. Um <laughs> yeah, I that wasn't a great part of my life, but um, but no, it was uh I, I got to try all this stuff, and so therefore too long I was taking like 12 pills a day. I was taking stuff for circulation, okay. taking stuff for recovery, energy, 
And that's when I was like, okay, this is, yes, it's sustainable. It is sustainable to live like that. You know, I was probably spending, I worked there. So I was probably spending no more than 60, 70, maybe $80 a month on supplements. Mm. Um, but I was neglecting things like electrolytes that I found are very beneficial mm-hmm. for myself. Um, so yeah, I went down that path. I still have a drawer full of supplements that I, I don't take. Um, mm. They're probably expired and probably need to be thrown away, but I have a trouble throwing stuff like that away. It's like, well, what about if something happens? But yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, uh, <laughs> I went down that path. I had so many pills. I would go travel and I would have just a handful of pills that I would take every day. And now, like I said, one magnesium at night, my electrolytes, of course, um, and D3 if it's cloudy or if I'm stuck inside. Because sometimes that happens. I, get okay. stuck and I can't sit outside, but definitely uh, natural sunlight's the, the most beneficial part of that. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, Weston, this was great. This is so much fun. I know someone's going to hear this, your story one day and be absolutely inspired and, you know, and take it and run with it and uh, (laughs) try carnivore for themselves or it'll keep them going. Um, Everyone can find you on Instagram at Colorado underscore carnivore. Correct. Correct. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for meeting me and I'll see you on Instagram. Yes. Thank you for having me and I appreciate it. And yes, I'll see you on Instagram as well. Yeah. All right. Tell those uh, fur babies and your wife, I said, hi. Oh, I will. (laughs) And thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Hopefully we can do this again. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That'd be great. All right. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it for today. Until next time, stay meaty, stay strong, and stay inspired. Do you have a carnivore story to tell? Connect with me on Instagram at meet, M-E-A-T, Mrs. M-R-S, Grubs, G-R-U-B-S, and I will add you to the list. I would love to interview you, and the world needs to know that meat heals.